0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Neurosaku Gaming Podcast. Um, this week, we actually have a lot to discuss, because, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Game Awards happened, and uh, uh, thankfully, uh, Robin wasn't ill, so he's here with me. How are you doing, Robin? I'm
1: doing pretty great. I'm doing okay, you know, it's just seeing there's actually been quite a bit that's happened the past week. Besides the Game Awards, of course, you know, quite, quite a lot of stuff. Quite a lot of stuff.
0: Where, where would you like us to begin? I guess let's talk about the
1: Game Awards in general.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: because uh, in addition to... I guess let's first say uh, how are the Game Awards decided. They are decided by a jury of mm. various journalists from various outlets across the world. So, um, well, it's still opinionated, but in general, the Game Awards gets a very big consensus from multiple outlets.
0: Yes. It, it so is like, like an aggregate. That. It is kind of like a Metacritic of sorts. <laughs> yeah, that's why usually for the most part, when you tally
1: up the total awards won by outlets, given out by outlets worldwide... Usually, the game that wins the most awards from most outlets tends to win the Game Awards Game of the Year as well. So, mm. you know, it's not hard and fast, but you know that happens often. Mm-hmm. Like it happens, it happens enough for us to see a pattern
0: there. Yeah.
1: Then you know they gave out in the various categories, so you know you're you're going to get a bit of a global view, and then I think this is an important thing to note because. Uh, American outlets, American European outlets tend to be the ones most people read, mm. but the Game Awards jury has got a lot of, you know, like Spanish outlets, Italian outlets, yep. uh, Brazilian outlets, yep. so so even though you are going to be seeing awards given out through, the, the, through this coming few months, and you'll be like, man, how come... The Game Awards is so different from all the outlets I read. But then you realize there's a lot of outlets you don't read that their voting affected the Game Awards. Yep. Very true. Mm -hmm. Very, very true. Yeah. I think that's one thing to just get out of the way first. And then, of course, you know, there's lots of game announcements, you know. The Game Awards, they're, they're a spectacle. And... Jeff Keighley, I love the guy. He needs to put bills on the table. He needs to run ads. He needs to run advertising for the industry. So, you know, I understand why it's like that. So, because of that, you get a lot of game announcements and trailers and previews and all that stuff.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I get it too. It used to frustrate me a lot, but I listen to, you know, like uh, the the most I've ever listened to Jeff Keighley not be a marketing shield is this uh e3 thing he did what uh summer what did you call it like the summer of gaming. of gaming thing yeah like he he would just like stream from his living room and just talk like normally you know like a normal person and uh there are many times he just said like oh like i i wish the game was were this way but i have to pay the bills you know like i have to you know, like, he mentioned specifically, like, he hated that uh, uh, shaving thing. It's Like, I look at that, and I'm like, oh, my God. I, like, but you, you got to pay the bill somehow, you know? Um, so, I, I, I empathize.
1: I think, you know, where you can tell that, that okay, this guy is an actual journalist. He's got these, uh, like, inside looks into certain games recently did one for half-life Alex Oh yes, those are I think, so you know,
0: good. Yeah, those are amazing. If you
1: if you look into the work he does there, you know, that's when you said you know, Geoff Keeley has been he was he started off as a journalist mm. in the industry and now he's, you know he's, he's still he's like a bigger figurehead mm. so to say. So it's like he's of all the journalists, he's one who's really made it big. So it's like you know, if you want to see where he came from, and the journalistic work he can do, you should see some of those documentaries he does. and It's like, okay, he, he, he does a really good job. He's, he's a good journalist, you can tell. But it's like, you know, with the Game Awards, he, he's a passionate person about the industry. And after the Spike Game Awards, you know, fell apart, he had to, you know, he had to, <laughs> he had to do something. because, <laughs> yeah. You know, even though a lot of devs don't care, uh, uh, you know, it's still the most spectacular show, if I can say. Yeah. I wouldn't call it prestigious, but I'd say it's like you know, people do care and want to win about and win this award.
0: They do. I mean? to, to say devs don't care, I don't think is correct. Like it's not true. Like I was watching, uh, play, watch Listen uh Alana Alana yes. Pierce's podcast, and it has. Well, I guess now they're all devs, right? Like because Alana is now working for. Santa Monica and they all mentioned they're like you know even Troy Baker was like at one point like when he lost the BAFTA like he cried in the bathroom because he's like I really wanted this one and I felt like I really deserved it and you know even the other guys are like yeah like it, it's, it means a, like it means a lot to you to win this stuff or to even be nominated It like it boosts sales sometimes and it's just nice to be acknowledged you know So to say it doesn't mean anything, that's something that is like the quote-unquote correct thing to say, you know, to sound cool or whatever, but I don't think that's true at all.
1: Yeah, that's just how it is. So like, I think in terms of the award, which like the most devs in general tune into, it is, you know, the Game Awards. One thing I like about the Game Awards that they've managed to do, that things like BAFTA and DICE get wrong that the game awards successfully incorporate japanese game developers yes one thing i've noticed with bafta and dice is that uh, there is rarely ever any recognition oh okay maybe maybe i'm being a bit biased because of my bias but it feels like there's not as much recognition for japanese made games with those types
0: of awards I ful- I know exactly what you're saying. I fully agree with it. Even the BAFTAs sometimes feel very Eurocentric, you know? Like, it will be the European games. If they are, like, three big European indie games, they will be nominated for Game of the Year over a huge Japanese AAA game, a huge American AAA game. So I know exactly what you're saying.
1: Yeah, so the Game Awards managed to, like, bridge this with a kind of global appeal where even, you know, Japanese devs last year from Software, Miyazaki was at the show in LA. And that's like, that, that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. If I, uh, the other year, you know, it's the sort of thing like, okay, it's kind of, it's, it's a good thing for the industry, I feel. The Game Awards in general, it's a good thing to have. Yeah. Whatever you think about the show, whatever you think about the winners, or format i think it's a net positive for the industry to have a big show at the end of the year in that nature
0: yeah yeah i i think it's i i agree (laughs) i agree
1: so i guess anyway let's uh, you want to go over the announcements or the winners
0: first um i think let's start with the uh announcements and then we can go to the winners Do you want to do major announcements or all announcements? I think let's just do major announcements, you know? With the biggest one being Master Chief is in Fortnite.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Fortnite with another biggest character. First they got Kratos like a week or so ago. Now they've got the Chief itself.
0: I mean, I, 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 I joke, but that is actually a pretty cool announcement. Fortnite is huge. I respect what they do. I respect what it is um I, I i hope the devs are getting enough rest cuz it seems they're always doing something um yeah. I, I respect that so yeah um i guess a, a big one for me the one actual, that's the actual yeah, biggest one a, the actual biggest one for me was uh the quadruple a Video game from Xbox Studios, the initiative. It's the initiative, right? Yes. The initiative. The initiative. Uh, they teased Perfect Dark, the worst kept secret <laughs> in Microsoft's in a very long time. Uh, yeah, so they said it was some sort of echo I don't know, echo shooter, which is like okay. cool. Eco. You know,
1: there's an ecological disaster
0: yeah i i was looking at that trailer i'm like is this mirror's edge i was like oh but it's joanna okay it's it's okay okay um yeah you know, i i'm just glad it's know, been I'm announced disappointed that it was me
1: but like you know it's a good thing that it's happened
0: yeah yeah it's it's a good thing i it's um i don't think this game is going to come out till like 2022 or 2023 um but it's cool that it's been announced it's a great f- to know that you have that in your arsenal, you know, uh, Xbox. I was even uh, having this discussion with my friends. I was like, this this generation, Xbox is gonna have, like, three um, AAA exclusives from their studios every year. It's very possible that there's also gonna be three, 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 three. And that's very encouraging, as opposed to how it was uh, last generation. Like, it's... encouraging i think
1: yeah it's you know it's been long awaited it's been much rumored Uh, it's it's nice to get it out there and my hope now is that uh, the devs can like just take their time not Mm. feel pressured by all the rumors
0: Mm. you know
1: i don't i didn't like the reveal because you know it was a cg reveal yeah cg reveals i mean we don't go hand in hand (laughs) i prefer you know if you're going to not show gameplay at least let it be in engine Mm. so you know that 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 was a bit disappointing but you know i want you know microsoft to just let them take their time don't let the rumors get to anyone or anything just you know let let it cook
0: let it cook. I, 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 I agree, I agree. Do you um, Looking at that trailer, it's clearly losing its cyberpunk theme. I don't know, was that deliberate? I don't know, I'm curious. You know, we'll see, we'll find out when they say more. It, <laughs> it I don't know different. enough
1: about Perfect Dot to start discussing Perfect Dot, but you ah. know, I will say I've heard a lot of good things about the way the tools and the approach to structure in the first game is. Mm. and that the second game is terrible so like you know, yeah the second to game is
0: not very good the first game i like a lot um i think i think it was a better game than GoldenEye. uh like as a single player game i, th- I thought it was better um so i'm curious to see what they do with it I, I i hope it has a deus ex kind of moment so yeah so that was that was a big one yeah um yeah now for the actual biggest announcement the new
1: super smash brothers character
0: <laughs> yes the new super smash brothers character who didn't get a letter just invited himself in somehow didn't know you could do that. Mm-hmm. It's final fantasy seven sephiroth is it the remake one it's just yeah. seven right it's just final fantasy seven sephiroth yeah it was a very like cool trailer like
1: you know uh, you know how Smash Brothers, you know how Smash Ultimate is basically developed by Bandai Namco. Nintendo just like, you know, they pay them to do it.
0: I did not know so,
1: that. Yeah, uh, N- Nintendo's internal studios mostly focus on their big prestige titles.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Even stuff like Fire Emblem is developed by Koei Tecmo. But that's, that's what I'm trying to say is, yeah, Smash Ultimate is done by Bandai Namco. Mm. And... One thing I have noticed with Bandai Namco, the th- three games they're handling, Tekken, Soul Calibur, and Smash, the trailers for their DLC characters just keep getting better. <laughs> so when I when you look at the quality of that Sephiroth trailer you know the framing the way the music is done the timing the cinematics, all that stuff you can tell that this is the exact same company that is making the trailers for the other games it's doing they know they really know how to bring the hype with these trailers they do and the Sephiroth it, it was crazy it was insane <laughs>
0: it was really cool the thing that i always like about smash character reviews is like the hour before all these random names start like trending on like all the random names up. just start... <laughs> and i wonder like what people think Everyone when they look thinks... at their trending tab and it's like why is sora trending why is like <laughs> but yeah it was it was it's really like, cool. The...
1: Like, you you don't have to play Smash to feel the excitement for a Smash review. It's always, you know, it's always fun. And then afterwards, you know, there's the deluge of fan art from, like, you know, Smash fan artists who don't even play anything else but Smash. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, new character. And then, you know, it's it's so nice because this is, like, a character who I actually like and care about. So it's like, this is really cool. And of course, you know, there's, there's that bit of anger when you're, like, you maybe watch reaction videos, and then yeah. you're like, oh, how do you, this guy didn't know it was Sephiroth when the music started playing. He only knew it was <laughs> Sephiroth, when he saw his face, and it's like, yeah, yeah. how can you not know that it's Sephiroth <laughs> when the music started playing? Like, even before his face came, I was like, wow, I can't believe that this, it's, it's so cool. <laughs>
0: yeah, It's, it's so it cool as a fan
1: of, as a fan of FF7 to see Sephiroth get in, you know, he's,
0: Love him or hate him, he he's an iconic character. <laughs> he is. is very, very iconic. It, it was, man. Smash is just a Mugen game now, man. Like it's just. <laughs> yeah, good, good point Mugen, yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering what all oh, the the sword the people, because I know that in this in in the Smash community, people are like, oh no, another sword character, and <laughs> another, no, I think I think actually Sephiroth has to be the. I think
1: he's the best accepted sword character in a while. Yes, this is because thing. I, like, I
0: didn't see any. Oh my god, another sword character thing! But then again, don't people just say that because it's fire emblem characters? Because I've only seen that. Oh my god, another sword character. thing. I
1: don't know. Pe- people were upset when the Dragon Quest guys got added.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, true, true, true.
1: <laughs> Sephiroth is just so you do, he's so he's so cool, man. Like he's 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 that edgy cool <laughs> which, every, which everybody puts up with and likes so it's like I feel like the reaction he's gotten is a sort of reaction if maybe like a devil may cry character was announced even though you, you know you put Virgil and he uses a sword but you know like you, you just like the guy you like the character and I think Sephiroth the reaction
0: is extremely positive mm, it, it has been it has been it, it really has been yeah you have to like if you you need to see that trailer. It's even if you don't like play Smash, just watch that trailer. Even if you know who it is, just the way the music was done, it it will get you hype. It was very very cool. <laughs>
1: yeah, so you know, I I don't even play or watch Smash, but you know, knowing that Sephiroth is in Smash, I, I like that. I like that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So the other announcement that I think is pretty big is uh, from. A new studio called Striking Distance Studios. Um it has devs from God, I'm blanking on the name. The guys who did Dead Space. Uh, right, right. Star Wars 1313 visceral. Visceral, yeah. Visceral, visceral games. games. Uh and it's called the Callisto Protocol. It's basically Dead Space. It's it's Dead Space. Mm. <laughs> Four, whatever. I <laughs> Like it, it's Dead Space, um, and it's an exchange game, single player, and it looks interesting for someone like me who likes uh, survival horror games. I'm fairly excited, not very excited. I'm fairly excited. Um, yeah, it looks very cool. I didn't manage to play Dead Space because it was too scary for me. Weird, I know, <laughs> but <laughs> maybe I'll manage to play this one because uh, I really do like survival horror. So it was, yeah, it was yeah. cool
1: to see that. And you know, it's, it's nice that a lot of those devs who, you know, who lost their feet after EA's shenanigans and Visceral, it's nice to see that, you know, they're getting on their feet mm. forming new studios. I've been hearing that this has been happening a lot that, oh, former devs at this are now making their own studios because uh, it's, you know, instead of just saying I'll go indie, they just say we'll make a small studio. Yeah. Get there with the publisher because, you know, now content is king. And if you can sell yourself in your name, you say, oh, I made Dead Space. So, you know, yep. that's how they're going to sell Callisto protocol. I hear, mm-hmm. like, you know, even like for, some former Bioware devs did the same thing. So, you know, it's, it's nice to see to an extent.
0: It is. It is very really nice. Um, yeah. Another one that I that i personally really like i'm actually i think this is my most the one i'm excited for the most is hazelite studios um new game it takes two We saw a huge gameplay ah. trailer <laughs> this is uh by joseph Farez. uh you you know him as the f the oscars guy <laughs> <laughs> the, the guy, the guy who makes co-op games like uh, a way, like a way out. Yes, like a way out. Uh, and he made one of my favorite games of all time, Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons. Strongly, strongly recommend playing that game. Strongly, strongly, strongly recommend, even for new gamers. Like I think it's one of those which the puzzles are not so intense. Uh, yeah, and uh, it looks it. You know, I'm very interested in this one because it's like whimsical. His other games have not been whimsical. They have some like comedy. Like Brothers had some comedy, Way Out had some comedy, but this one looks like it's full-on comedy, uh, and I'd like to see his brand of that because I think it's very like on the nose and kind of dumb, and and I'm into that. So, yeah. but it's also very heartfelt. Like his- the thing about Joseph Forrez is that he's very like earnest and heartfelt, and uh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. So, this one is about, uh, is it, it's, so Brothers was about siblings, brothers, obviously. The Way Out, or, or, where, were, they, were they brothers or friends? Those are friends, right? Friends, friends. Friends. Friends, yeah. So, you know, a a, a, a a dude-bro relationship and then the relationship he's tackling now is like an actual, I think these are lovers. Uh, I think estranged lovers. So, that's, uh, it'll be interesting to see how, what he, um, is trying to capture with this dynamic uh,
1: you know it's always nice to keep to to keep your eye on whatever joseph faris is doing and mm. you know he makes a very unique type of experience which is not happening so much you know the co-op like co-op, co-op story style game. yeah mm-hmm. yeah story based co-op game which uh which you know and plus he also does the same body pass where one copy can be played by two people yes. so it's like he's really trying to put this thing that hey get a friend and play this with your friend yeah. and he's, he keeps doing it over and over and you can tell that hey look it's nice that somebody is doing such a thing it, yeah it speaks about that on it that earnestness has been talking about
0: yeah yeah it's 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 very cool I hope other people will do it. Actually, it's very cool. Um, the the other announcement that is pretty big that it's the wind has been taken out of my cells But I guess it's a big announcement. Bioware announced showed a teaser for Dragon Age Four, and they showed a teaser for Mass effects
1: As a teaser for Mass Effect.
0: Yeah, they said
1: it will continue. It will
0: continue, <laughs> which is like. Cool, I guess. I don't know. I just don't have the same faith in Bioware anymore. In the Mass Effect te- teaser, it looked like it was Liara. Um, so make of that what you will. <laughs> I hope it's not Liara. But you know what? You know, I don't even know what I hope for anymore. I'm just... I don't even know if I want another Mass Effect. You just want to see. I, I, I'm excited for the Mass Effect re make thing that's coming out for next gen for current whatever current yeah the gen, yeah. master I'm, I'm excited for that new mass effects new dragon age uh, i don't know i have to wait and see
1: you know faith in bioware is obviously at an all-time low for most people and you know i i know a lot of bioware fans who look at it and they're still excited because at the end of the day Dragon Age Inquisition, while a bit controversial, was still loved by many Dragon Age fans for its story and stuff. Yeah, so no, I'm I, sure I like
0: it. I like Inquisition. Um, uh, it's it's not a bad game. You know, it's it's good. It's fine. Um, it's just uh, I don't know. I, I just have to wait and see now. They I've been burned too much now. I just have to wait. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, but yeah, it was. You know, again, my issue, CG trailer, no, not representative of gameplay, not representative of In-Engine, nothing for me to, you know, like, say, oh, this looks amazing. I can't say this looks amazing because because that's not how it's going to look. But it was one of the bigger announcements at the awards. I think, like, the Tier 1 announcements were, you know, Smash Mm. reveal, the Bioware reveal,
0: Mm. uh
1: the perfect dark reveal mm. i think those were the tier one announcements yeah and then you know then you had you know the super small ones the trailer updates and stuff from like smaller games you know like oh not smaller games but like you know already released games or games that have been revealed like you yeah. oh, uh, fallout 76 trailer New, of course, Master Chief, new trailer, Mm. new Scarlet Nexus, Monster Hunter, Worlds, you know, all these Mm -hmm. games which we've been hearing about for a while and, you know, we're just getting some updates Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and stuff like that. But, the, you know, the big ones are like, oh, Dragon Age, mm-hmm. Mass Effect, Perfect Dark, and Smash. Even though Smash has already been reviewed and it's a DLC, it's the sort of thing a you know, Smash DLC character shakes the world. So,
0: yeah. It does, yeah, it does. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, one smaller one that uh, I know, like, it's like a small fraction of us that care about this game. Uh, Fulbright's new game called Open Roads. It is a game that is starring Kerry Russell and Caitlyn Dever, uh, two like upcoming Hollywood actresses. Uh, these Fulbright are the guys who made Gone Home and Tacoma, uh, you know the the very infamous walking sim people. I'm a big fan of. Yes. I'm a big fan of those kind of games. Big, 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 big fan. Uh, and this one looks very cool. The premise is very interesting it is about a mother and daughter going on the road looking to find out stuff that they found in their grandma's diary their dead grandma's diary uh grandma and mom respectively i guess so i think that's very interesting uh very rare to have a game that has a mom and daughter dynamic in it so uh, yeah, like smaller things, you're just supposed to pick
1: what interests you in particular. So, like for me, the near replicant trailer, uh, there's also the review of the release date for Eternal from PlayStation Studios. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm always interested in what PS Studios are doing. Eternal is like. They, they, it's part of their oh we're going to just keep throwing a bunch of exclusives on ps5 so that's another one mm-hmm. Usually, should in march so it's like oh, trying to keep up the momentum it, you know just generally the the smallest stuff was what you know was what really got me it was mostly near and return which were like for me like okay yeah this is the stuff i'm into
0: yeah so near this near is it is it the remake of one or is it a sequel or something It's a remaster of the first game. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll see if I might be able to get into this one. (laughs) I don't know if I will. The thing about Nier, I I really like what it looks like. I hear that it's got themes that are super up my alley. Um, I like the character designs, the gameplay. Uh, Looks very cool, like the... The bullet hell stuff. I'm like, that's very intriguing. I don't know. I just, I just can't get into the whole character action stuff. Man, it's a genre I really don't like. Listen,
1: listen to this, Dennis. The first Nier game was criti- was critically panned, by the way. It was hated by critics, but it was loved by fans. It had an amazing story, but the gameplay was awful. Mm. Nier Automata the story is generally accepted to be not as good as the first games, but it has got better gameplay. The critics loved near automatic.
0: They so did, do yeah. do you know what
1: they've done for the near remaster? They've you said, married the two. okay, we're going to remaster uh, the first game and even though we want to overhaul it entirely, we're going to try and make the gameplay more like the sequel. That way, people are going to like the, the first game more because it will have good story the best story it will have gameplay that is not a dumpster fire mm. and because they just made it more like the second game so you know it's it's a tricky avenue you know the first game's gameplay is weird in that it's it's not a it's you know it's an action rpg but it's it's like really janky
0: yeah i remember seeing like near for... it was only on ps3 right PS3 and Xbox 360. Yeah. Oh, it's it run on 360? Okay, yeah. I remember seeing even, like, the box out. I'm like, what is this weird game? But, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm glad that it's now, like, popular, you know? Going to get a chance, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and, you know, like...
1: I think a big part of why Automata got big, of course, is waifus and uh, <laughs> Nier 1. The first Nier game, if you're going in for waifus, you know, it will be kind of you would be hit with a with a bad surprise that it's not that sort of game. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: So you know, hopefully to be like, no, you didn't go for you know, if you went for the sequel, it's like oh, it's went for the wife who stayed for the existen- existentialism. Yeah. And then now with the first game, it's like I'm just going for the existentialism this yeah. time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's it's gotten to that point where like, yeah, you know what you're going in for in a Yokotaro game. So.
1: Yeah, of course. Of course, the near games are more tame than Drakengard, but that's besides the point.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I feel like those are all the announcements that I cared about. Unless there's any that you cared about that we missed.
1: Like as I said, it, it, it's up to you. Like obviously, the Call of Duty DLC is a big thing, but you know that doesn't matter to me.
0: It doesn't the matter to me
1: New map. Those are big things, but they don't matter to me. But, you know, that's the type of announcements we got at the Game Awards. So it's, you know, it's not E3, but it, it, it wasn't bad.
0: It was okay. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Well, speaking of that, we can now finally talk about the winners, I guess, in like the, the big categories or whatever. Um, I, I yeah. don't think for me, I don't think there was any surprise for me. No, not really. I for think... me.
1: To be okay, honest. look. Uh, this, this is weird. Like when I was going into the game Awards, I had the idea that oh, because most American outlets are giving Hades their game, their game of the Year awards, I was thinking Hades would really sweep sweep up shop. Mm. But then I saw that I remembered that the jury is not just American publications. It's a lot of, you know, publication outside of America. Mm-hmm. And outside of America, most awards are being given to The Last of Us Part Two. Yes. And, you know, I think this that re- definitely did reflect because The Last of Us Part Two
0: swept up shop. It did. It really did. And, it, you know, in my opinion, this deservedly so. Kind of, you know. Deservedly so. The only one I think I like and dispute is, uh, is uh, music, or soundtrack. Oh, it didn't
1: win soundtrack
0: though. Which one won soundtrack?
1: Final Fantasy Seven won
0: soundtrack. Oh Final Fantasy Seven. Okay. Okay. Then that's then that's fine to me. Then that's that's okay. That is perfectly The last of us won audio design. Audio design, okay. That's fine with me then. That's mm-hmm. that's very much okay. I was very you know, I'm not one to get butthurt
1: about awards because I almost never agree with them. <laughs> and, you know, it's just okay. And I like to see things get recognized. So the only one where I can say that, hey, look, The Last of Us wasn't supposed to win this was for Best Narrative because 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim was supposed to win Best Narrative.
0: I've heard that a lot. Um, I have, I've also seen that sentiment from different uh, people online, which... It's probably, it's most likely is the case. I can, I can see that. But then my... Yeah, my the uh, problem
1: is, you know, only 20 people have played 13 <laughs> Sentinels. So, you know, it's a shame. You know, it's never going to win. The fact that it's even nominated is a miracle. But, you know, as I just finished 13 Sentinels and, you know, seeing it not win Best Narrative is like, what are you doing? You, the only reason you haven't voted for it is because you haven't played it. If you play it, you're definitely going to call it the Best Narrative. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I mean, at least it has gotten recognition. I, I hope that other people have tried it out. Um, you know, it, it being in that category and other people going, actually, this is the best story we, might, might help it. I, I hope that's the case. Van- VanillaWare
1: is a small studio and, you know, they don't usually need much sales to be successful. They take a long time with their games because they do everything hand-drawn. Mm -hmm. So it's it's very unique, you know, the super hand-drawn 2D games, they never sell well and you know, that's whatever and you know, 13 Sentinels, even normal vanillaware fans would be ostracized because usually they make 2D side-scroller action games, but 13 Sentinels is like a visual novel for 75% Mm -hmm. and then for 25% of it, it's a tower defense game. It's like, this is so hard of a sell but it is apparently like it's been sort of their dream game to make <laughs> and after playing it i completely understand why it's it, it it's insane the game is it's you know in a year where Hades and Last of Us Part 2 are going to get most of the discourse around oh how storytelling in video games it works mm-hmm you you're going say, oh, Hades with its continuous, oh, you die, but the storytelling goes on. Mm-hmm. Or Last of Us, like, oh, whether you have control, whether it's your story. Those two games will get plaudits for, you will know, have all the discussion about what narratives in video games are. When 13 Sentinels is heads and shoulders above, above both of those games in showing what, Video games are capable of when it comes to telling stories.
0: Okay, that's exciting. I mean, I'll definitely try it out now. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case, like that's that's a compelling it's, reason to try it. It's it's really it's. Re- it's it,
1: I'm sure you've noticed by now, but I'm shilling for the game. I've transitioned into shilling <laughs> for the game, and I I don't care one bit. I'm going to show for this game because I feel more people really need to play the game. It's. There's a lot to say about it. It tells a a sort of story with 13 different characters, but it can be played in any order, but the story still makes sense. So it's like the care taken with the writing and the narrative and the plotting of how you, the player, are going to engage with the game is... It's so amazingly done that, you know... It will say things which are super obvious, and you're like, yeah, this was meant to be told to you that this is super obvious. Mm. But the twist behind this piece of information you've received will be some context later. So it throws a lot of information at you, and you are going to ask so many questions. But this is one of the games where I said, okay... I have faith that my questions will be answered by the end and I was right to do that the questions were answered in the end and the way the game goes about answering your questions is it's amazing it's really
0: engrossing you like it's hard to put down no that sounds really cool I'll definitely try it I'm sure other people will after that uh, glowing recommendation
1: (laughs) it's 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 definitely like okay if if my 2020 like okay uh do you if if i'll say recommend somebody a random game from 2020 this is the one i'm going to recommend
0: that's the one okay okay no uh we'll we'll try it out that but yeah and um,
1: that's the only thing i argue that oh best narrative should have gone to that but in general i think a lot of the awards were like you know kind of predictable you could guess that oh you could guess from the nominees that hey this game is the likely we want to win here yeah and it did win you know because it was you know it's been a stack here but you were able to like look at trends and kind of
0: predict that true yeah yeah um it's it's been a good year for games. Like it's been a really, really, really good year and it's nice to see a lot of them being uh celebrated. Um my favorite award, uh the one that I was very invested in was the acting one. I'm a big fan of Laura Baby. Uh I'm I'm glad that she that she won, you know, for such a a, a pivotal and very difficult role you know one that she she pulled through she acted half of that role pregnant (laughs) you know she did the mock-up for Abby while she was pregnant which is remarkable you know Um, so I'm very glad that she's won Uh, she won for that one Uh, and yeah Uh, speaking of I guess we can now talk about what won game of the year
1: (laughs) yeah um, you know the last of us part two won game of the year won best game direction won uh, accessibility award it won best action adventure it won best audio design in one it, it won best acting performance it just won everything <laughs> i think the only category it was nominated in that it didn't win was best soundtrack and as well as you know it got two nominations for best Performance, so it lost. (laughs) It didn't win all its nominations because it was literally impossible on that front. Yeah, in general, it Last of Us Part Two just won everything, and the reaction online has been absolutely beautiful.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe people are mad about that. And I was asking. A friend of mine, I was asking Robbie I'm like, why are people mad? Like, I've, I've tried to understand and I never understood. And it turns out they're mad because of a story beat that happens early game because of a certain beloved character. And I'm like, is that really it? Is that, so, is that really more the childish reason? Think, look, the thing with The Last of Us Part Two
1: is it has attracted hate from a lot of people. Like, lots of people you have decided we're going to use The Last of Us Part Two as this game which we're just going to all come and hate. So it's like, oh, maybe you say, I don't like that particular story beat. Fine. Another person will say, I don't like that the game is, you know, has, is a progressive game. I'll hate it because it's a left-wing SJW game. (laughs)
0: You know,
1: you don't have to like the story beats. You don't have to hate the story beats. You can hate it for another reason. Or you can say, oh, it's... I hate... I, I think that... Oh, these Western games which try to be like movies are terrible. You know, usually people with anime avatars. You know, those types of guys. <laughs> yep. Like, like... Oh, it's the... It's, it's what's wrong with the gaming industry. You know. So it's like multiple people banding together to say that... Man, I hate this game so much.
0: Which is and
1: weird. that's why... That's why the reaction has been so so great to see you know it's like I, I i knew this would happen and i've like really enjoyed it it's like so many people are like exposing themselves like no everyone like no any game but the last of us any game but the last one like no it's it's, it's great and then you go on twitter and you see all the other studios they're busy congratulating naughty dog and It's like hey look these guys are kind you know these
0: guys don't mind they really it's, don't. It's you who's mad about it. <laughs> it's ah man, it's such dumb reasons to dislike a game. Uh, people look back on that game and 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 have very fond memories. They improved the gameplay, which was my biggest gripe with the first one. The the decisions, storytelling-wise, were very bold, and they kind of yeah, they they it worked out. It, it could have flopped dramatically what they were trying to do. It could have just been an absolute failure. But they... They did it. it. It worked. It actually worked. The acting was very good. So that helped a lot. That did a lot of heavy lifting for that narrative. The acting. Because the story is not, like, amazing. It's the acting, which... People like the characters, you know? Uh, if you like the characters... The characters are by acting. Yes, yes. So that's kind of why that game is revered you know mm. it's it's a good yeah, it's a very it's good a dog always said
1: before release that hey look this game we're making a lot of people are either going to hate it or love it mm. and we are okay with that and it definitely feels like hey this is a developer who has who has said like it or not they're going to make what they want and you know, full credit to them they've done that they've done what they wanted <laughs> they have i think have. i think when they when they look back on it the devs in particular they will say okay we've accomplished what we wanted
0: yeah which is which is very good i hope i hope more games do that i hope more games are just like i'm not making this game to sell 8 million pre-orders <laughs> i'm making this game because i have a vision and that's what i want it to do so you know,
1: i think another team which can be proud of themselves and say that hey we had the vision and we're going to stick to that and accomplish it i think and the team like you said it is vanillaware, but
0: anyway yeah <laughs> we will play 13 sentinels is it ages rim ages rim right
1: yes yes
0: yes yeah now we'll play it we'll play it
1: the salt after the show was great i enjoyed seeing people getting upset that oh no, The Last of Us because it's like so many people are just hoping for any game but The Last of Us. <laughs> I so mean, it's it like, goes ah, and sweeps. I, I like this. Yeah, <laughs> it just goes and completely sweeps and I think what's going to happen is, you know, that's why I mentioned it earlier, when all your favorite websites are giving, giving out Game of the Year, I don't think The Last of Us will win but I think like it will win from lots of uh, websites maybe in different languages which yes. you don't read. Yeah. For example, GamesBeat.com. They said that hey, our submission was Hades. So you can tell that oh, you know, this will. um, Lots of American outlets seem to have really latched onto that game. They have, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is which is warranted.
0: (laughs) You you like to see it. You actually do like to see it very, very much. Very, very much. I I highly recommend No Clips documentary on that. Studio and game series, Super 10 Games, uh, good stuff.
1: So, yeah, that was the Game Awards. Uh, Something else happened the day the Game Awards were on, which has also been pretty big. The Game Awards happened on 1st December, which was also the release date of what could be this game. the biggest game. I don't know if it will be this year's biggest game because you know Animal Crossing happened, but okay, I, this year's second biggest game, and that's Cyberpunk twenty seventy-seven. First of all, it, it will it's a massive sales success. Let's not let's put that out of the way. It's a commercial hit, had eight million pre-orders. That's it's open the highest selling game on Steam ever. I think Madness. there are about four point seven million people on PC, which is the biggest ever the biggest ever release on PC ever, which More beats than World wow. of Warcraft Shadowlands, which was like a few days ago. So Cyberpunk has already beat that. It's you know, there is a now a new all time record peak for concurrent players on Steam after the game came out. It's already profitable day one but you know usually these big triple a games are profitable day one either way because of the amount of marketing but yeah cyberpunk sales wise it's a monster if it came out earlier it would definitely be the second best selling game this year behind animal crossing Mm -hmm. uh but like i just want to put that on the table that everything we are going to say from this point doesn't mean the game won't be a commercial success this is now, you know, we're going to view this with the lens that we view stuff like sports games and Call of Duty because even though they're commercial successes, there's a lot of criticism that can be levied at this sort of game. Yes. Cyberpunk 2077 is not like a, it's not from a small indie studio. It's not. This it is not a low budget, what? No. This is a, made by a AAA style corporation. So anything that can be said about any bad stuff that can be said about the likes of Call of Duties and whatever can be said about Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> 100% <laughs> and I That's... think it's important to, to preface with that sort of thing
0: <laughs> it's not It's not supposed to be important to preface but because of how CD Project have cultivated their aura you know their <laughs> their culture of personality uh, it is important to preface with that, yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Because the launch of the game has
0: been a mess. <laughs> it, it's been absolutely terrible. So, I have been looking forward to this game for a very long time. I wanted to get it for my birthday. My birthday was the week that the game was coming out. And when the reviews came out, so, um, the official reviews came out on the 8th. But... The embargo rules were don't show any gameplay captured by yourself. We're going to send you footage that you show. So every review that came out on the 8th had images sent to them by CD Projekt Red. And also because, they sent uh-huh. PC codes only. They only sent PC codes. And the people who had the game early on PC were the influencers. The reviewers got the codes like five days beforehand, which all of them have been like, this isn't enough to, 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 to swallow the, the breadth of this game. So the review process alone was sketchy. So I was like, okay, I want to know what, I want to know what this game runs like on console because I'm, I'm, I'm debating. I'm like, I have a, now it's a low-end laptop now. Uh, I'm still getting my PC. It's going to be like mid to high end. But I'm like, I don't know, should I get it on PC and then play it on my shitty laptop? But then when I upgrade my PC, I'll just be playing it well. Or do I get it on my... Because I want to play it now. You know, I want to play the game now. Or do I get it on PS4? Hmm. And then when I get my PS5, eventually at the end of next year, I'm just going to upgrade that or whatever. So where do I want to... I had options. You know, I wanted to see. But I couldn't tell. Luckily and enough I waited. Is,
1: this is <laughs> this is why you wait for reviews. Yes. And this
0: oh man. So this is a huge reason, stand. yeah. First of all
1: first of all, the reason they only sent footage which they sent the footage which they could which reviewers were allowed to show is because, you know, that was pre prepared footage by them. So obviously yes. it wasn't going to show anything. Wrong, because if the recorders, the reviewers showed their own recorded footage, chances are they would show off the multitude of glitches and bugs, and and how you know. Remember, this this game is built for PCs, so you know, eh, on you whatever PC you play, chances are you're not going to get a very good next gen experience matching whatever is in their footage because of the. requirements. First of all, it's an extremely taxing game. People (laughs) are getting bad performance, even on high-end PCs. Yes. So, like, the the majority of people who play the game won't be getting a great experience either way. That's as far as the PC player base goes. And, you know, reviewers couldn't show that. Mm -hmm. Reviewers couldn't talk much about the bugs. A lot of the reviewers played it via GeForce Now. So they were basically playing it on PC servers. So that will also like give them a better experience I guess because you know they'll just play with fast internet Mm -hmm. so a lot of the work done was to make reviewers either ignore the bugs or not talk as much about it or show off how the bugs are or the extent and then you know i guess this is kind of a problem with a lot of the reviewers a lot of the reviewers were so hyped up for the game that they couldn't review it badly and they just put you know maybe one negative line saying that hey the game's kind of buggy and as well as saying that oh they've promised they'll fix it in the day one patch this really annoys me well. how <laughs> reviewers have code pre-day one patch the developer says we'll fix it in the day one patch and so the reviewers will say okay they're going to fix this, so I'm going to ignore this in my review and I'm still going to give it a high score. So it's like it's really annoying how they did that for the reviews for the PC version. Yeah. And then the console versions, it's even worse. Like the console versions on the base consoles are they're almost unplayable. Even on the pro consoles, it's really bad. And you to get a decent experience, you have to play it on the next gen console via back compat. It's
0: It's kind of ugly. It's really bad. And I've had the opportunity to see what the the game uh, looks like on PS4, on a low-end PC. I've actually played on a low-end PC. And also, uh, I saw what the game runs like on a high-end PC. Uh, And it is night and day. It is like playing a Switch game And comparing it to an Xbox One X. Like, you know, screenshots can't even do justice, right? Like, the game is so beautiful. Like, the game is so beautiful. Like, it's, it it is to me, to me, in my opinion, it is the best looking game I have ever seen, especially in motion. Like, you look at it and you're like, okay, this is ray tracing. This is you know like the fog detail the the smoke there's a character i remember um i was watching my friend play he was in a bar there's a character who and and this is when you know when you see it you're like this is why this game has to be in first person like third person will just ruin it it would ruin the game it would ruin the experience it would ruin the immersion like so you're in first person and you're at the bar there and you can look around constantly even when During dialogue, you can constantly move around. You can stand up. You can walk around all while talking. So, you know, he's sitting at the bar there. He's taking a drink. And the the waitress at the bar has got like a wristwatch. And it's obviously like a digital wristwatch. And her wristwatch has got like high detail. Like it's a proper screen and you can see the stuff on the screen. You know, you guys play games. You know how crazy that is. You know how crazy the fact that Something which is like a throwaway accessory on the character has like stuff on it, which is visible, you know. That's how much detail this game has. It's, it's so, it, it looks super, super good. And then it's sad when you look at what it's like on the base PS4, Xbox One, where it's running at, on the, Xbox, on the base Xbox One, it's running at like an average of 19 to 20 frames a second. Same thing with PS4. And there are things like when you're doing a car chase, the cars don't even explode. You know, like in the set pieces, it just kind of like just crashes and stops when it's supposed to have like an explosion. That's so bad. Like the crowd density is extremely low. Uh, It's NPCs change. Like when you, it's like it streams in new NPC models when you turn around and turn back. (laughs) It's just absolutely unplayable it's so sad
1: you know the thing is performance we've really raised our expectations performance in the ps3 ps3 and 360 era was really bad so to get bad performing games in the ps4 and xbox one era is really annoying especially for a tenfold title usually the tenfold titles are kind of polished but you know it's not just performance you know people can ignore performance age of calamity runs like garbage but people like it it's with there's also the issue of bugs and glitches and crashes and this is what is this this sort of thing gets attention whether you care about frame rate or not you will see that the game has just crashed on me 10 times in the past one hour you will see that, hey, this guy's character model is clipping and it's and is not where it's supposed to be. Those are the sorts of things you will notice. Yeah, You'll see that, oh, a bug and I can't progress anymore. That stuff, that's the actual really bad stuff. True, true, true.
0: You reminded me there's a bug I saw. The friend, um, this is in the prologue, so it's fine. So you're yeah, stealing this thing and then... Uh, the medical team comes around and the medical team obviously is like heavily armoured they're trying to get to the elevator right and then there's the mini boss so my friend kind of runs through into the elevator clicks to go but it's not going and it's like why is it moving why is it moving and then he's looking around and then and there's a flashing character model in the elevator of the mini boss he keeps flashing in and out so he's just like I'm just gonna shoot in the general direction of where I think it could be in the centre so he just unloads into air basically and then suddenly a body drops (laughs) and i'm like if you didn't do that you would have been stuck here unless you like reloaded or something and then the character model showed up so basically the character model was like stuck in limbo and he just made the right call to just shoot in that general direction (laughs) stuff like that you know (laughs) It's bad and and that's on the high-end PC, so I can only wonder what it's like on on console. God, delay time. People I think
1: delay time so that they crunch and they'll fix the bugs, but in reality, it's them crunching. is just going to make more bugs because the workers and you know they're not well rested and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very true. Very very
0: true. I mean, it's man. I, I've heard that Sony. I just saw this like in the afternoon i don't know if it's true or not i heard sony are refunding people who are not happy with it which i think is absolutely correct to the correct thing to do it's unprecedented (laughs) yeah it's because it's it's bad i know a lot of people who say i don't see frame rate i don't see resolution but this one i'll be shocked if you can see it or at least feel it i'll be very shocked if you can feel it if you're on the base ps4 Or worse, even an Xbox One. It's oh man, Uh... and it's it's
1: a shame because you know a lot of people are saying that that aside, it's a good game. Yeah. Of course, you know there is there is a side of the discourse which has which is saying that hey, this game is a bad you know is is not what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing a, a bunch of that stuff, especially. Because of how controversial CD Projekt Red have been in the mm-hmm. past few weeks and past few months, or whatever you know, CD Projekt Red. Uh, I don't think that they're they're, they're a very Polish company. If I'll I'll say that, <laughs> and you know, if you're not ready to deal with a <laughs> with a company that's very Polish, uh, you object to their content, and especially with you know, with as many sensitive things as cyberpunk has, you know, transhumanism mm-hmm. ties into you know transgender identity and all that mm-hmm. stuff, as well mm-hmm. as how uh, ha- you know deep future. You also say that oh, the, how it deals with minorities and all that stuff. Yep. And I'm seeing a lot of critique for that. But you know, that stuff. Lots of people do not really care
0: no they don't about That's that true. sort of stuff they don't
1: so they're saying that yeah this is a good game I like the characters I like all that stuff but then the bugs and the glitches are just really ruining the experience for a lot of people
0: yeah they, they really are um, and I wish that wasn't the case because having waited for so long and buying and or pre-ordering which, which most people likely did and then having it it just run or basically not run on your machine is, is sad. <laughs> even me, even me, i hype monster. I yeah, just said that, <laughs> no, I can't. I can't do this. Yeah, no, I, 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 I fully agree with you. And I, I do hope that it eventually gets fixed. But to be honest, from what I can see, Cyberpunk 2077 is a PS5 and Xbox Series X game, as well as PC period nothing else um, those are the things it's on mm, bad bad idea don't don't fall for it
1: <laughs> and also the minimum specs should be updated to reflect something which won't put your pc to the to task
0: yes please do that make sure you please please do that uh, yeah it's oh, man uh, it, it, it's been a shame. Uh, I, I, I Obviously, I'm a big fan of cyberpunk because of the themes it tackles. Cyberpunk as a genre. And from, uh, from what I've seen, heard, and read, it the game kind of doesn't do much with that, which is a bit disappointing. But like you said, most gamers absolutely don't care about that stuff. Excuse me. And uh, yeah. because the game as a video game itself is fine, is good even, uh, hence people who enjoy it uh when they do manage to play it so yeah i guess that's that's that on that (laughs) that's that on that all we'll do is you know
1: i feel bad for the cd project red's employees because they're going to spend the next few months first they have to try and fix the game (laughs) then they have to try and ship the next gen official versions yes oh god i forgot about that And then they have to do the DLC expansion. It's like, ah, it never ends. It's going to be a bad time for our friends at CD Projekt Red. It is, it is. It is.
0: Well, uh, and unless you've got anything extra to say, I guess we can wrap it up there.
1: Yeah, I think uh, that's pretty much it for this episode. And mostly we're talking about stuff on 10th December.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Game Awards
1: and Cyberpunk.
0: <laughs>
1: big things and... Yeah,
0: they they happened. <laughs> they did happen. Oh yeah. Well, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Um, I I haven't forgotten our our promised Hades episode. It's just a lot of stuff happened in this one, and we really had to address it, especially with the cyberpunk thing. Uh, I, I I'm very happy. In the beginning, I noticed even from the press and some people there was this um, reluctance to um, express. Uh, frustration at CD projects and now it's like that curtain has been raised and people are like, you know what? No, this was bad. And and I think that's good. Well with that said I guess we can end the episode here and uh yeah thanks for listening. We'll catch you this we'll uh, be back on the next one.